I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 270 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, it is time for another Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood, and I have an awesome guest for you guys, retired Navy SEAL and candidate for Congress in the great state of Texas, Floyd McLendon, joins me on the podcast today. Floyd will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please... Stick around for the interview. And I am so glad to see Navy SEALs such as Floyd McLendon jumping into that nasty political arena. I try to stay away from politics on this show for the most part just because despite your political opinion or your allegiance to a particular party, being a dad and loving your children is an identical experience. As dads, we want to see our children succeed and be happy. And no matter who is in office, that will never change. And I don't believe the country is in as bad a shape as the media makes it out to be. It's been years now since I've had cable at my home. Everything that we watch is either streamed or downloaded, so there's no news ever playing in my house. And when you're away from the news for such a long period of time, and then you see it on TV at the doctor's office or somewhere else, it kind of gives you a chuckle, and you see it for the entertainment and the shock value, clickbait type of service that it really is. So anyway, I'm glad to see some level-headed people such as today's guest getting in there and straightening some of this stuff out. Next week, the bad news is there will be no Frogman Friday episode. The good news is UFC President Dana White will be here to get you guys ready for UFC 244. Also next week, NFL Hall of Famer Warren Moon stops by. And Delta Force Operator Pat McNamara will be here as well. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out just who else will be joining me here. And don't forget, this week I'm being brought to you by Strike Force Energy. If you need an extra little pep in your step, there's no better place to find it than Strike Force Energy. Pour their packet into any drink. It turns it into an energy drink. They are crushing the energy drink market. Find out why. Strikeforceenergy.com and use my promo code FATHERHOOD and First Class Fatherhood listeners are going to save 15% off their entire order. All right, and as always, please help me spread the word about the podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with former Navy SEAL Floyd McLendon. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Hey dads, are you looking to boost your energy level? Strikeforce Energy has got you covered. With a Strikeforce Energy packet, you can turn any beverage into an energy drink. Their original energy packets contain no sugar, no calories, just an explosion of energy and flavor added to any beverage. Strikeforce Energy is veteran-owned, and all their products are made right here in the United States. Co-founded by Navy SEAL Sean Matson, Strikeforce Energy blows away the energy drink competition. Right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can save... 15% off their purchase by visiting StrikeForceEnergy.com and using the promo code FATHERHOOD. Strikeforce Energy turns any beverage into an energy drink. Get yours today. StrikeForceEnergy.com, promo code FATHERHOOD. All right, and joining me now is a first-class father. He is a veteran who served with the elite United States Navy SEAL teams. His deployments placed him in more than 20 countries, including Iraq and Afghanistan. He is now bringing his leadership skills to the political theater by running for Congress in the Lone Star State of Texas. It is an honor for me to say, Floyd McLendon, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Oh, Thank you, Alex. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm honored to be considered um, you know, to talk to you about this. All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? So I have four boys. 
and they range from 11 to 23. So there's 11, 16, 20, and 23. Okay, I have four children myself, Maya. I got three boys. Then we got the girl on the end there. We played with the the last try. No, there's there's, there's special fathers with daughters, man. <laughs> well, it's unusual too. Most of the seals that I do interview are loaded with girls. Not many of them have uh, uh, as many boys as you do. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think God knew that um, if I had any girls, that I'd, I'd probably, um, you know, I probably wouldn't wouldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, what type of uh, sports or activities are the boys all into? Well, I mean, so the the, the top three. Well, actually, a twenty-three-year-old. Um, he was big into wrestling, and then um, hunting and fishing, and then uh, the twenty-year-old. He really didn't get into to sports too much. Um, but our sixteen-year-old, he uh, he plays. Uh, he's played football. He's he's a big boy, man. He's about uh, six feet and weighs about two sixty, two sixty-five. So he plays uh, on the defensive line as as. Um, as a nose guard. <laughs> and then our 11-year-old, um, right now, he's big into basketball. So, Okay, yeah, very cool. Do you ever get involved with coaching at all with them, or you kind of like to step away from that and enjoy it from the sideline? You know what, man? I just kind of um, I just kind of support them and, and um, what their, their interests are. And um, if they really want to get serious about it, then – and, and they ask me, then I'll step in. Uh, okay. But I don't, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't push, you know, I just kind of, you know, see how, how they, you know, how they take to, you know, to the sport. Because yeah, I'm, I'm cool. a pretty, I'm a, yeah, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty intense guy. So, <laughs> um, and, you know, so unless they really, you know, are serious about it and, and, and want to, you know, kind of, if it's their passion, then, you know, I'll step in and I'll really help them develop. But for the most part, I just want them to to enjoy, you know, playing the sport. And, and it teaches um, a lot of good social skills and teamwork and, you know, individual responsibility and, and um, you know, just uh, maintaining your individual efforts uh, along with looking out for your teammates and stepping in where they need assistance, things like that. So I just kind of let them enjoy it. Yeah, good stuff. That's awesome, Floyd. If you could, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background. Um, so I, you know, I did 25 years in the United States Navy, uh, 15 years as a Navy SEAL. Um, you know, I am running for um, Congress right now for District 32 of Texas. So, um, and then I'm, a, I'm also a professional speaker. So I've been a professional speaker for like the past 10 years. For Naval Special Warfare, also, um, I have my own message that I put out there, and I work for two consulting firms, and I help push their message as well. Yeah, very cool, and uh, I'm glad to see that you and some of your fellow uh, teammates there are starting to get involved in the, in the political field here. We definitely need your voices. And I'm sure, you know, obviously being a Navy SEAL, you've had some wild experiences, but what was the experience like for you when you first became, how old were you when you first became a dad, and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Oh, man. Let's see, how old was I when I first became a dad? So we were, so, so let me preface by my wife and I are a mixed family. So her previous marriage 
are the top three boys, and my previous marriage was the youngest. So from a biological standpoint, my first experience with um, having a son was, uh, was 34 with my previous marriage. Um, and, you know, it just, uh, you know, so just kind of going back, I didn't really have a, a great relationship with um, with my father growing up. Um so with that, it, it just intensified my efforts, you know, to make sure that um, my sons didn't experience um, that that type of uh, environment. You know, it was very important for me to let them know that I'm always here for them. I love them, and I'll support them in, in whatever they do. But at the same time, I hold them accountable and and uh, teach them the lessons that they need to learn in becoming young men. Um, so what it, you know, it focused me, you know, more, you know, to do what I needed to do as a, you know, as a father, as a husband, you know, just as a man, period, to make sure that my, that I had all my, my, my efforts in a row so that I could provide for them in the best way, um, that they needed in order to grow and become young men. Yeah, very well said. And, and I know, obviously, being a Navy SEAL, that you're very brave. But I mean, you made this decision to try to run for office, and I know that takes some guts there. So, what what made you finally? Uh, what made you decide to run for office? And um, what are some of the challenges of being a father while doing so? So it's 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 kind of like how I became an, uh, a Navy SEAL man. I grew into service, right? So here it is. I'm coming up. I'm about four years out of retiring. I've, you know, about on my 21-year mark, and um, I was like, "What am I gonna What am I gonna do once I retire?" And you know, this you know, running for for Congress, becoming a representative, was actually a seed that was planted by a former congressman when he saw me speak. So I started to think about it, and, and you know, kind of resonated with me. And you know, to you know, to continue to serve. So um, you know, I put I put the plan in motion. And, you know, it's been a six-year process, so I'm at that point to where, you know, things are, are, are going just the way it was planned. Um, it's very challenging as a, um, as a father because I get no days off. Um, I do three, three to six events a day. Um, you know, my morning starts at 6 and it ends, you know, on a, on a good night. It ends at midnight. Um, so it takes me away from from home a lot. Um, it takes me away from um, you know being able to uh, be at activities for the boys a lot. So you know from that perspective, you know I dealt with that in the military. Um, so you know you know the family knows how to deal with it, but I mean still it, it's never something that you just get comfortable with. Um, but we all understand that. Um, you know, what I'm doing is, is for a really good cause. And, you know, as a family, we're willing to sacrifice for that. So, and, and and really without their support, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, and thank you for your service before I forget to mention that. And I'm glad, like I said, to see that uh, you and some of your teammates are getting it, throwing your hat in the ring here because I think the political atmosphere is, is really kind of just a mess. And one of the things I speak about quite often on this podcast, Floyd, is that there, there's a um, – an attack, as I see it, on the family life in this country and on fatherhood, certainly on masculinity. 
And um, I, I think that there's a real fatherless crisis. Far too many kids are growing up without a father in the home. Is there anything that you could see from like a political standpoint that could be aimed at helping to solve that crisis at all? Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with combat flags. Combat flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. There's a, um, an attack, as I see it, on the family life in this country and on fatherhood, certainly on masculinity. And um, I, I think that there's a real fatherless crisis. Far too many kids are growing up without a father in the home. Is, is there anything that you could see from, like, a political standpoint that could be aimed at helping to solve that crisis at all? <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Like one, so, so the crisis is, is not just from – the home, man. It's the, it's our community, it's society. It's just, um, you know, it, it's a it's an issue that we all need to hold ourselves accountable to. Because here's the deal: I had a father who was, um, you know, in my home, but he wasn't necessarily like the best example of of uh, who I should be and how I should grow up. But what kept me what kept me grounded was my my community, you know, like the neighbors, you know, um, you know, the other kids and their fathers, you know, the church. Like I grew up in the church. It's being around, uh, you know, young men and, and, and fathers in the church, um, you know, and it's also having, you know, like mentor, you had um, men, uh, teachers, you know, in school. And, you know, it's, it's being able to see that, you know, whether your father, good or bad, is representing well, there you, you get other representations of men, you know, in the world. So that's what's, you know, I think that's what's m- more important is um, is that we need to, you know, it, it takes a village. You know, I, you know, you know, it's a cliche, but it's true. You know, it takes a, a village to raise, you know, to raise our younger generation and especially our men and allowing the men to raise the the boys into men because we know and um so you know and and the understanding for for the the women the mothers you know to understand like there're going to be times where we need to be tough on our young men um you know to prepare them for what you know they're going to deal with in society um and you know but they're the nurturers so you know there's a you know we balance each other out very well um, you know, men and women are raising, are raising our children. So uh, yeah. I think that I think that's most important. Man, we need to we need to look at it. We 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 need to approach it with with love, and we need to understand that our neighbors, you know, like me as a as a as a man, you know, I impact the the kids in my community, and and I impact them. If I don't talk to them, they see me. You know, they see me how I interact with other people. They see me how I talk to people. You know, they just. Um, you know, visual reference, 
if you could just have a visual reference of different men who are representing well in our society and our community and at school, you know, I think it does wonders for our for our younger generation. Yeah, very well said. And and one thing you mentioned there too that you say you grew up in the church. I think that's another thing that's been removed. Uh, God has been removed from so much of our society, certainly our school system. And I think uh, that combined with uh, you know this this family thing that's going on, I think those two issues in general, if we could tighten them up, we'd see a lot of uh, resolution with all the problems we have in our country right now. Oh man, I agree. My my you know my as my faith is very strong. Um, I can't remember a time where I, I wasn't in a church when I was younger. Um, and I think, you know, God is, is the only reason why I'm still here today, you know, after everything that I've been through. You know, the fact that I'm an inner city kid from Chicago and I had a great military career, I served at the highest level with, you know, some of the most amazing men and women, um, you know, to serve our country. And then here I am in a position to run um, as, a, as, you know, to become a leader, you know, of our country. I mean, I mean, one, this is what America's about. And two, you know, most importantly, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here. And um, and 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 the way my view is that He's in everything. So, um, and here it is: we don't talk about Him at all anymore. Like we're almost afraid to even bring up His name or getting ostracized. I'm just, I'm not that kind of guy. You know, I you know, I give. You know, I give credit to where credit's due, and first and foremost, it's 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 God. Yeah, very well said. Yeah, definitely. I, I keep God first in my life and, and and foremost, and it's a big part of everything that I do. And I know that you said there that you grew up, you know, with not necessarily the best role model for a father. Uh, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad, Floyd? And is it different from your own father's uh, discipline style? Well, I mean, yeah, it's different. Um, one is um, I. I let I let my I let my young men know you know just you know how, how precious and and um, and and worthy that they are and you know that that they can you know really contribute to society um, you know if you know they work hard and um, they keep their faith in in God and and um, and they think more about you know how they can um, affect the people around him, um, the, the community around him. So it's, it's more about what, you know, you can do for others as opposed to, you know, what, you know, what about me? Um, so that's what, you know, that's what I, I really focus on, like, and I, and I support them in their endeavors. And supporting them is, is not all, you know, you know, it's not all, you know, rainbows and unicorns. You know, they're falling short of, of things that they, that they need to be, you know, more cognizant of. I make it aware to them. Um, you know, every now and then I'll make them drop down and, and do some push-ups, you know, just to, you know, help them out a bit. Um, but, I mean, that's, you know, that's what fathers do. You know, we, we I mean, we, we have to discipline our young men and we have to, you know, teach them uh, right from wrong. So, but it's doing it from a place of love and it's giving them an opportunity to grow, you know, through their, you know, through their, their, short, their shortfalls and their mistakes. And it's being there for them regardless of of whatever, you know, situation that they're going through. That I did not have, um, you know, coming up. So I understand, you know, what it feels like, and I never want, want my young man to feel that way. I always want them to, to believe that that dad is always, uh, is always there to support them and, and, and help them um, be better than, than they are. 
Yeah, very well said, uh, Floyd. And I know that the uh, the campaign is consuming much of your time here. What what type of uh, goals or plans do you have here for the campaign? What kind of uh, speaking engagements do you have coming up soon? Well, I, well my goal is to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, that, um, I mean, un- un- unfortunately, a-, a big part of that is, is, uh, is fundraising. Um, I do have a speaking engagement coming up um, uh, October 19th. Um, it's called VI, uh, VIP 50 um, with a group. Uh, so I'll be talking to, to uh, you know, the 50 people. Um, and, you know, my message uh, when I do professional speaking is, is uh, from the neck up. You know, it's conflict resolution, self-improvement, self-awareness, self-analysis. Um, and it's kind of, you know, it's, it's working from the neck up and realizing that you're more capable than what you think. And I share, um, you know, I, I share stories with them on how I use basic principles that we've all used before, you know, in order to accomplish some of the things I, I accomplished as a Navy SEAL. And it's, it's kind of bridged together, you know, because some people think, oh, Navy SEAL, wow, that's, you know, that's, that's awesome. In, in a sense, it is. But at the same time, everyone has used these principles at a very high level to achieve something in their life. And it's getting them to, to realize that, you know, that, you know, their desire and their drive and their intensity is just as, is, is just as big as mine. We just decided uh, on different paths. And, you know, when I see when they connect and the, the bridge connects, I, they walk away, they're more confident, you know, they, you know, they believe more in themselves and, and, they're, and they're brave because now they're willing to take on things that they probably would have never thought of taking on. Yeah, very well said. I love that philosophy, Floyd. Um, last thing I'm going to hit you with here, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? <laughs> Buckle up. There's <laughs> fatherhood for the very first time um, is, I mean, you can read about it. You can You can watch movies about it. I mean, you can talk. You can you, you talk about it to to other men you know who are her fathers, but until you have that little bundle in your hand and you understand like its life rests solely on um, your success and how you treat it, then you're not going to it's not going to resonate with you, and it's going to um, it's probably going to scare you and frighten you. But if you and you know understanding that. Um, you know, putting your, you know, putting your faith in God and asking Him to help you um, navigate this this absolutely new terrain, you'll you'll be fine. Um, you know, I'm I'm not gonna sit up here and be like, well, you know, as a first dad, you gotta do this. Like, it, it it's just it's something that you're just gonna have to navigate, you know, with God um, and, and get through it. And you will, you know, new fathers they will. Um, so. You know, just hey, pray, and 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 also too, you know, there there's some mentors out there, friends that you could talk to on on you know certain things that you know kind of help ease your mind. But I know for me, even my you know my my boys, I still worry about them. Um, you know, I I, I want to keep them safe. I, you know, I don't I don't want you know, want them to experience any harm. But the reality is, to to some degree, that's going to happen, and that's part of them growing up. 
Um, and it's just always be there for them no matter what. Um, when you agree, disagree, it doesn't matter. Just let them know that dad is always there for them. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. i got to say, Floyd McLendon, you are a first-class father all the way. I wish you the best of luck with the election, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Alex, I'm the honored one. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it, and God bless. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. i got to give a special thank you once again to Floyd McLendon for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was such an honor. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, and drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. I hope you enjoyed all the episodes this week. There was a lot of action that came your way. And make sure you subscribe and lock it in for next week. i got five bangers coming your way. we got former Delta Force operator Pat McNamara, NFL Hall of Famer Warren Moon, and UFC President Dana White. All joining me here. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who else will be joining me. That's all I got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Alec Lace. This has been First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Tall as a tree